0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. This is Heidi, Heidi St. John, at your service, and I am excited that you're listening today. We are on part two today of multi-generational living, and my husband Jay is here with me. We're talking about this because we live with your mom. That's right. That's right. So uh, we've actually got about seven years under our belt living together um, with Jay's mom and actually dad. We lived with Jay's, uh, both of his parents, until about two years ago when dad uh, went to heaven, and now we're just living with mom. And so uh, it's been a good thing. But before uh, we get too far into it today, I want to just remind you that we are nearing the end of our scripture writing for the month, and it's not too late to join us on the next one. Uh, The May scripture writing challenge begins May 1st, and you can find the scripture writing handouts and also copy work for your kids. It's a great way to get your kids involved in um, writing through the word of God. There's something really powerful about writing out the word of God. And so hope that you'll join me there, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. I will link back to it in the podcast notes today. Also, since I have Jay here, and I don't normally have him with me on the show, I thought it was a good time to uh, kind of tell everybody a little bit about Firmly Planted, about the Bible study that we have written, because it was written with the family in mind, and we did it with your parents, actually. That's
1: right. They helped.
0: Yeah. you are involved so, with the
1: process. And yep. really, it was born out the, of the desire to have a Bible study that we could do as a whole family together with all the different ages that we have in our home. Yep. And we normally do our Bible study or devotions at breakfast when mm-hmm. we're all together. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so we wrote our, our kind of our own thing. And it was it wasn't just like we invented out of the area there I mean, we'd been talking to other families and our co ops and other mm-hmm. people and mm-hmm. who had experienced the same frustrations that that we'd experienced in finding something that worked for the whole family. Right. So this does that and uh, each book is ten major stories of the Bible, which you could do in ten weeks if you wanted and um uh you know, these are things that we're trying to get the Bible into our family in a way that is not um, like a curriculum, but mm-hmm. rather just a part of our family. Mm-hmm. And we, our kids are talking about it. And we're talking about it with them and asking questions, discussing it at breakfast and dinner and— just through the day. So it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. And it's real easy to do. It doesn't require any prep time. um, And I think your kids will like it. There's all different, there's a whole bunch of different kinds of worksheets in the workbooks that come with it. And each one of those is designed to sort of engage a different part of your child's brain. So uh, a crossword puzzle does something different than a word search and the fill in the blanks are a little bit different. Um, There are comprehension questions or vocabulary questions, but they all stem around one, uh, each unit around one major story from the Bible, and there are activities for every age, so toddler all the way up to teenager. So hope that you'll check that out. It was reviewed, actually Kathy Duffy reviewed it. You can Google that review, or uh, if I can remember, I'll link back to it at the yes. show notes today. And also, it's been featured on the radio with Dr. Dobson. So um, check it out. It's relatively new out on the market, and uh, we have four volumes of Friendly Planted out right now and are working on another four. So um, we hope you'll check that out, org. Also want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you because of the support of monthly listeners. And if you are, are interested in supporting the podcast, we would certainly be appreciative and grateful. Um, you can do that at org. All right. So today we want to kind of go over three uh, major things that I think are really important or that we think are really, I'm not by myself. I'm so used to being by myself on the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, With regard to kind of how to make it work. So if you're kind of considering, um, in fact, I was just talking to my dentist not that long ago, and he was saying that he, they're considering, he and his wife are considering um, merging households with his parents. And we talked about it for a long time. He had a lot of great questions. And so I'm kind of taking some of his questions and parlaying them (laughs) out here uh, today with Jay. And one of the questions he asked me, because he's a man, is how can we make privacy a priority? This is his very first question, and I know, uh, I know that that was one of the questions Jay that you had when we were considering. Do we, you know, are we going to move in with mom and dad? I'm sure they're having a similar question. Um, how do we make um everybody feel comfortable in their own space? And so, um, we have really, I mean, we've we've stepped on each other's toes, right, a little bit, oh, yeah, uh, in this area because there's a lot of you know people talking about, you know, let's do an HDTV house and knock down all the walls and make all kinds of open living spaces. But reality is, is you, you kind of need your own space a little bit. Do you think? Oh yeah. And I think
1: again, it's going to be different for every family, but it's just something you need to talk about and make sure you're on the same page with. Mm -hmm. And I I wouldn't i I would encourage you not to do anything too extreme um until you've kind of tried things out for a while and made yep. sure where people are at. Mm-hmm. but
0: we switched bedrooms around yeah, um I mean, uh, you know, as we've done kind of gotten used to living together, and we' we switched things up. Your mom is actually really great at uh decorating and it's funny because i'll leave for a weekend to go speak and i'll come back and my furniture will be in a different (laughs) Furniture like different (laughs) and i am the type of person that can totally roll with that because i'm like do you want to help me with my house girl i am like thank you i'm so happy and i know that there are other moms who are like oh i could never do that but it's a blessing to me yeah so i see it that way as i think that has a lot to do with just you know communicating and making sure that uh that, you, that we have I mean, good boundaries are in place. But this is interesting. I'm reading in Forbes and they're saying that builders are now offering new homes to meet multi-generational housing needs. And they include things like master bedrooms with in-suite baths. And more than half of uh, the home buyers, ages 55 and older, have told the National Association of Realtors that they prefer a home with an in-law suite up from just 28%. In 2007. So, if you're retrofitting with a more traditional home, having a separate entrance with a specific space in the kitchen for each adult can help reduce conflict. Now, as the the woman in the house, uh, me and your mom, you know, sharing this house together, I will tell you that that was, uh, for me, that was the big deal. Can we both have our own kitchen space because we cook differently? We we have kind of different styles of cooking. Um, I really love to just experiment and do all kinds of crazy things with so dinner. Your mom's super into breakfast. It's just kind of nice to have your own cooking space, I think, especially for uh, for women. And we looked at lots of houses. That's right. I mean, we it's, really did.
1: It's been really cool though to see how you guys have worked together in the pantry because out in the garage, yeah. you guys yeah. have kind of developed together a system because obviously we go through a lot of food at our house yeah. and besides just having nine or 10 of us, whatever there is, mm-hmm. um, we, we always have people at our home as well. So there's just a lot of food being eaten. Yeah. So... Heidi and my mom came up with a way to keep um, food the the pantry filled. Canned food, yeah. yeah, canned food primarily, but also um, uh, flour and sugar mm-hmm. and staples. Yeah, a lot of the staples are in, in shelves, and there's a system out there. If you go out there to get something, you can see how it works, and you just and it, you get the the oldest item and then the newest stuff comes to the front. It's just a pretty cool little system that they've, they've developed together and that's what we do. And so in that way you've, you share some of the kitchen space, but mm-hmm. the actual kitchens mom has their own kitchen downstairs and then you have yours upstairs. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, what but You're great. totally
0: right. I forgot about that Patreon. I'm, I'm surprised that I forgot about that. And in fact, I'll link back to those, uh, those little, um, can organizers that i was i was talking about because we bought ours from costco and you can also find them on amazon and i think um thrive uh uh, thrive which is a multi-level thing i think i don't know i think they make them but costco now sells them and they're awesome and so what mom and i did was we just decided these are the things that we need on a you know consistent basis and so and then we went gluten-free which complicated things a little bit more and your mom and i developed a system of we got those what do you Um, Those containers are like buckets, but they're food-safe buckets-
1: They're five-gallon buckets with a screw on top.
0: Yeah, and we got those. uh, You can buy those at Walmart, too, now, those buckets, food-safe buckets like that. We got a bunch of ours at Bob's Red Mill, and actually, the first ones we got, we got down at the local bakery. They just gave them away. They were frosting buckets, and they had these really hard lids on them, and either your mom or I (laughs) could get them off. So, every time we wanted to cook something-
1: Jay, come open this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, mom and I, we we feel all proud of ourselves because we got them all organized, and then we could never get into them. So- we switched to these little, um, these seals and I'll link back to those in the show notes today too. Cause if you're going to do a multi-generational living thing, having a good storage system for your food is a really, really good idea. And then of course we have, each of us has our own, uh, small kitchens inside of our house, which, which really helps a lot too. So yeah. And that's been fun actually. Um, one of the things I love about your mom, Jay, is that she she likes to dream you know she dreams with me so we come up with ideas and we oh let's try this and let's try that and and so uh those kinds of things are are really important i think it's important though uh when you talk about privacy you talk about um you know his space and the our space and their space and my space that we discuss um boundaries because you got to be able to respect each household because basically what you're doing is you're taking two households and you're trying to um make them into one household and so what we did with our kids we used to like for example your dad used to hate it when our kids would roller skate <laughs> 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 you know on the on the kitchen floor because he was right below there you know trying to watch tv and so we had a couple of knockdown dragouts with our kids over that <laughs> like yeah. you know you, you got to be respectful because grandpa's down there and that's frustrating for him to sounds like a herd of elephants up here so little things like that
1: Yeah, and those are things that need to be talked through.
0: Yeah, that was an acoustic boundary, really. Yeah,
1: it was. (laughs) But there's just things like that that you just don't think about until they start happening. Yeah. And you just have to talk it out and work it out. Because obviously, you know, the kids are kids. Mm -hmm. There has He has to, you know, grandpa had to have a little bit of um, grace for them. But there's Mm -hmm. a point when it's too much. And we just Mm -hmm. had to decide what that was and talk to the kids and try to make some rules about how that worked.
0: Mm Mm-hmm yeah and I think and the and the next point that we want to make is to um if you're if you're a grandparent and you're listening to this and you're thinking about moving in with your uh, adult children and their children, you need to let the parents raise their own children uh, I think that's really important, and not just for the sake of the adults in the house together but also for the sake of the children they really only need one set of parents right. <laughs> I know that I know that um that those lines can be uh, a little bit fuzzy sometimes, but if the um, if the adults don't remain mindful of each other's rights and responsibilities, and things like homework are you know it's a source of discord or chores, that kind of thing, you know, we have a a chore chart in our family that I come up with and I share it with mom, and then if mom needs to, if I'm not home or if Jay and I are traveling that weekend or whatever, you know, mom's the enforcer. But for I would say, for the most part. That it's us, like we're parenting our kids and That's mom right. comes in as we need her to, but our kids don't look to her like the mother and we don't want that pressure on her.
1: And we, we frequently talk to her about that because there's things that, you know, I want mom to have authority of yep. with the kids. I don't want the kids to walk all over, obviously. So I'm talking yep. to mom and saying, you know. You know, things like this that we're working on with so-and-so, one of our kids, mm-hmm. you know, let us do that. But if if he or she does this sort of thing, you know, could mm-hmm. you do this from either let us know or let them know or, you know, we, we just try to work out with her um, what our expectations are mm-hmm. in dealing with our kids. But I do think it is it is important that that is talked about because it can get ugly uh, mm-hmm. when, you, you know, almost every way mm-hmm. um, if it's not. and. You know, people can be frustrated and hurt. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think it's really true. And just at the end of the day, just realizing uh, that you can't give somebody a bunch of responsibility and no authority because uh, kids tend to take advantage of that. And we've seen that happen in, in other multigenerational uh, living. In fact, my sister now and her husband live with uh, his father. And so that's been really kind of neat to see how they're making that work, too. Totally different house, totally different situation than we have going on. But it's kind of neat to see how uh, Larry is involved with um, Haley and Ryan and their family now. That's right. um, Since his wife has passed away. So I think it's an opportunity at the end of the day, you guys, you have an opportunity to um, really um, be an example for your kids, Mm -hmm. to show them that God really does honor uh, it When we take care of our family that it's a pretty big deal in the in the eyes of the lord He said, you know um, children are supposed to honor their parents We're supposed to uh, put our parents in a place of honor And uh, if you have the opportunity to do that and you're thinking about it and this isn't a guilt thing I liked what you said jay in the first podcast about this, this isn't wasn't like we had some revelation from the lord And we felt like this is what the bible says But a situation presented itself and we took advantage of it. And I think if you're listening to this today and you're considering multigenerational living, do your homework, do your research, but more than anything else, pray about it.
1: I just think it's been a really good experience for our family and our children have learned so many things from my parents mm-hmm. that I'm been very glad that they've been a part of and they're in their lives, the memories and and just the things that have shaped our kids. Mm. And also just, you know, one of the reasons we homeschool, one of the reasons we love homeschooling mm-hmm. is that how our kids have learned to interact with all different ages. And so it's just great for them to learn how to interact with those who are older as yeah. well and respect them and learn from them and enjoy them and mm. know how to be around them. and So it's been a really good thing. Mm-hmm. But I, as Heidi mentioned, as we talked about, um, you just need to be praying and finding out what God wants you for your life, your family, and your situation.
0: Mm. I love um, Exodus 20, and this verse is repeated again in Deuteronomy, but it says, Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. And I think that's a good reminder for us today, that even if you're not living in a multi generational situation with your parents, God still says you need to honor them. That's right. All right. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening today at the Busy Mom Podcast. We'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.